Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I'll bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Buy online by going to the Amazon.com banner at TomBernardPodcast.com. They don't charge you a penny more. A small portion of what they sell through our site helps support the show, and it's what keeps the show free for our listeners. Click and shop today on the Amazon banner at TomBernardPodcast.com. That's cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's freaking awesome. Thanks for supporting the show. Yeah. Okay, you, are you ready to start? I'm ready. Everyone sign. Yes. Good. On we go. You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast with Catherine Brandt. I met the missus at paint. Ball, shot her in the neck. Alex Brant Bernard, Andy Brant Bernard. Are you my daddy? Tony Lee. What's the matter with you people? I was joking. <laughs> and Sean Bernard. Look at that boyish face. I'm gonna fucking lose my mind. Recording now. That's not what. Oh, it's probably Kostaki. Jesus Christ! (laughs) (laughs) Bring back some Fritos while you're out. Oh, Jesus Christ! (laughs) I should take a wheel off his chair. (laughs) Yeah, he comes back. He'll crack up. I know he will. He'll enjoy that. Is it ringing? Hello, Kostaki. Hey. How are you? I'm good. Comedy football. There we are. Comedy <laughs> football. <laughs> Kostaki Economopolis, uh, I will introduce the, this is a Friday version of the podcast. Normally my wife and daughter will be with us on Tuesdays. Oh, when, nice. When you call in. They're not here today because it's Friday and they like four-day weekends, apparently. <laughs> so on my show today, it's a family podcast. So you have my son, Andy, yep. with us. My nephew, Sean. Hello. Hey. You have Tony Lee, longtime family friend. Kostaki. What's up? And then we have Dan and Mike Rasmussen. Mike is a stand-up comedian. Hey, man. And then we have his worthless brother, Dan, who's my <laughs> daughter's boyfriend, freeloader that he is. <laughs> oh, no. freeload. Daughter's boyfriend. I have a three-year-old daughter. I already That already hurts my stomach. Oh, oh you know, you know. I, I tell you, there's a chance that it can work out. Let me just say that. <laughs> I guess he's I invited to the show. It must be all right. He did open with worthless, though. Well, that's true. <laughs> what we're doing, ladies and gentlemen, Kostaki Economopolis is... Uh, and by the way, I might be the only guy in America that knows how to spell your name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is refreshing to hear you say it. <laughs> well, okay, you call, how do most people pronounce your name? Well, I get, you know, obviously I've, I've heard them all, man. I, I, my favorite one, the go-to classic, was in Jacksonville. The host came out. She's about a 350-pound southern black woman. She was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> this is a direct quote. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Econo Cockalockapus. Econo Cockalockapus. Not even close. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. My first job was on a construction site in uh, suburban Atlanta. So I got a lot of, why don't you run them two-by-fours down there, Kawasaki Econo Lodge? Kawasaki Econo Lodge. My early life. Suzuki Snuffleupagus, sweep that house up. 
So Kostaki is a great stand-up comedian, great writer. Well, you do a bunch of different things. Yeah, I've bounced around. I did some writing for Bette Midler and uh, BET. I was staffed for two what? short seasons on BET? BET shows, believe it or not. Was your name Shamal over there? Shamal Economopoulos? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have to say, not to get too heavy, but it was a great cultural experience to be an absolute minority at a workplace every day. Ah, bitch, I told you to write the script. <laughs> Is that how it kind of went? Like, I would come in and, you know, they would literally, the people at the desk would literally look at me like, what the what the F are you doing here? You know, I was so stuck out. But it was great. I learned a lot of uh, lingo, and uh, it was a great experience to be to be a minority. I've never been a minority on a, you know, on a regular basis. Tom's mom had a Greek name, although she was 100% German. Theophila, the love of God. That's a cool name. I don't think I've ever even heard that one. Yeah, try growing up with a mother named the love of God. It's great. <laughs> it's a real thrill. <laughs> What we're going to be doing is a, uh, so how would you describe what you're going to be doing on Tuesdays? Well, it's basically topical NFL jokes. I, here's basically the premise. Like years ago, I was doing a segment on radio. It was called the Monologue, which was basically Ooh. a writing exercise. I would pick a subject like whatever, Halloween or crazy sports traditions. Or one time I did Dante's Inferno and anything that had a lot of bullet points, phobias, you know, so you just write jokes. It was just like a writing exercise on whatever the subject was. And then I, a couple years ago, I sort of landed on, oh, this is so much more fun if I'm writing about something that's a guilty pleasure of mine in the first place. So I ended up just making it an all NFL segment. And so now I used to feel guilty about reading wide receiver stats, and now it's my job, Tom. <laughs> well, you know, hey, whatever. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. If if uh, anybody in this room has not seen him do it or heard him do it, it is available. Oh, I'm hell? sorry. This oh, is that's <laughs> my computer. Instead of running a commercial, someone has a Vespa in the living room. And you know who the, you know who it was in the commercial? It was Mayhem. <laughs> mayhem. Nice. Mayhem. Was it? Yeah, it was the may- so a little bit of mayhem on the Tom Bernard podcast by, by Mayhem. So that works. That's what I bring, Tom. I'm on uh, Kostaki's. <laughs> I'm on Kostaki's website right now. It's just c o s t a k i dot com. And looking at some of your uh, football headers, they've got the the logo of the football team there. Chiefs. Too many Chiefs. Not enough victories. <laughs> and they got Dolphins. We have a blowhole. Write your own joke. <laughs> yeah, are, there's a meme for every team. Exactly. Let me set this up for you. Those are there's no the NFL teams don't have official slogans. And so That's I true. went through and I wrote one for each team. Branding for each team. Nice. Yeah, there you go. Carry on. You can keep going. I just wanted the listeners to know what the hell is going on. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to go through the entire thing. Yeah, let's Card- just read all of them. Cardinals, our defense is more porous than our border. That's a good one. <laughs> That's good. He, 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 well, he loves them. He, he, he loves himself. These are fun. I it, I took a month to write these. I, I, I ran them in clubs. I, I wrote like several for each team and winded them down. It was like a pleasure. I, you know, some of the teams is they're so easy to write jokes about, <laughs> like the Browns. Just good enough to avoid a great draft pick. <laughs> what can Brown do for you? About four wins a season. What was the one about Plaxico Burris again? It was hilarious. Oh, Plaxico. Well, Plaxico has been fun for me to watch the whole time you know he, he shot him he, he even screwed up his own metaphor he shot himself in the thigh like all right plaxico. <laughs> i think i found my favorite though jaguars we have more blackouts than gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
My Falcons are a good one, like a porno. Great receivers, no protection. <laughs> so you literally sit down and, and do these. This must be a lot of work. It's a crazy amount of work. I have a couple guys who send me some jokes, and I'm constantly writing jokes. And then I run them in clubs. It's actually fun for me. As a comic, maybe it's just my, the muscle that I've worked on, but I, I feel uncomfortable doing jokes that haven't been tried. So I, I, in places where they know me, I can pull them out and read them jokes, and people are interested in the process. And they help me winnow it down right there on the spot. What I, what I do is I only bring jokes that I like, and then I let the crowd pick the ones they like, you know? Leno does that. He runs the tested clubs all the time. Right. It's smart. Then you kind of feel where the beats are. You add taglines. You have confidence in the lines. You land them harder because you know they're funny. It's a great process. The Jets, by the way, did have not scored a touchdown yet. Right. Whole preseason. It sucks when your team scores as much as your virgin quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> you had one virgin in the mix. Now nobody can put it in. That's so sad. Oh. <laughs> Even Joe Namath was puzzled by the idea of not being able to score. Just say hi. You know, we're eventually going to have to get around to the home team, the Minnesota Vikings. It can't oh. be pretty. <laughs> the Vikings. You think long division is tough. Look at this division. Yeah. I, I know teams are making their cuts now. The Vikings are hoping to cut the uh, games against the Packers, the Lions, and the Bears out of the schedule. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> a really brutal division. Yeah, they got they got major problems. Watch them again. They were 1-3 in the preseason. Uh, they had a Thursday game last night. Well, unfortunately, a man died at their game, so oh, you know, it's a nice touch. But brutal. Just I, I don't know, man. I just that, don't see that a lot of. That's going to be all about uh, Adrian Peterson's knee, right? It's, yeah. Is, mm-hmm. Well, you definitely want it to be about that, and not Christian Ponder's arm, if you had to pick. <laughs> no, that's true. He doesn't have the biggest uh, cannon in the world. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> it's sad when your quarterback's name is an oxymoron. Jumbo shrimp, Christian Ponder. Is that, <laughs> can I say that? Yes, you can say that. You can say whatever you want to say. Actually, now where did you grow? I grew up in Atlanta, so I've been a Falcons fan forever, which has been a tough uh, life. So why do, why do we even like football? I, you know, I don't know. I, just, I, I, I honestly don't know the answer to that, and I don't care one bit about any of the other sports. I tried. I can't care. Last year, this is true, I, I wrote a joke about something in October, and it referenced the World Series, and I had to look up who was in it. <laughs> I had no idea. That's how little I follow the other things. Who did? Oh, the St. Louis Cardinals won it last year, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, I, I heard that later, but I did not. <laughs> I heard about it. I, I just remembered that for the first. You know, one thing I'd like to point out is so far the Rasmussen twins have really kicked in a lot. We try. We're big yeah. contributors. Laugh track and stuff like that. I was going to say that it must have been really hard being a Falcons fan in 98 when you guys lucked into going to the Super Bowl. Oh, you know, that was funny. This is the only state where people remember that. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. That was such a sore point for Vikings it fans. Was, it is. Oh, very sore. Yeah, that, that Falcons team had no business in the Super Bowl. That was one of those Cinderella fluke stories for sure. No, it was really painful for us, so I'm glad Mike brought it up. <laughs> Randy Moss's rookie year. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that was a good team. <laughs> I remember being at that the Vikings-Falcons game and the, the silence oh. after the game, the entire stadium, oh. complete silence. And there was a guy two seats down from me who, for some reason, and why he brought this as a game snack, he had a bag of carrots, <laughs> and he was throwing them at people. 
<laughs> and they just were bowing their heads. It was just a strangest sight. That is so. the least football game snack of all time. Oh, yeah, it was ridiculous. Carrots. Yeah. Carrots are not good. You know, one, one of the great things about that era for me, Kostaki, as you know, when people just hand you material, it's a wonderful time. <laughs> because we had Jesse Ventura and Denny Green to pick on on a daily oh. It was wonderful <laughs> and there hilarious. there's some you know uh, I've, I've interviewed kostaki many times on uh, kqrs the radio station i work i work on in the morning and denny green i was just on uh, just all over him because i'm the new sheriff in town and what i say goes and i'm this and i'm you know just a massive ego right <laughs> so we sent somebody out to training camp and he didn't want anybody from kqrs anywhere near <laughs> training camp and finally Finally, one of our guys walks up and he's wearing the lanyard and it says KQRS very clearly on the lanyard. Mm-hmm. And Denny Green looks at him. He gets his frown on his face and, and mutters, fucking KQRA. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't even get the call letters right. <laughs> They're there That's right good. in front of him, and yet he can't get the call letters right. He was crabby. Oh, he was crabby. He was the Chris Christie of his time, too. He took more tubby jokes. Right. Like from you, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Christie of his time. <laughs> He's a historical figure in comedy. Christie. I have a question for you. Not to get too political, but I just noticed that, you know the, the RNC's this this week with DNC's next week, correct? I have a master's degree in American politics, and I sort of zoned out. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice touch. But I, I noticed, I didn't watch a lot of it, because I know Condoleezza Rice was on and Marco Rubio was on. But I, But when I did watch it, I noticed that every time they went to a minority speaker, they cut back to a panel to talk about what's going on at the RNC. They wouldn't let, like, the, the, the major networks did not want to show minorities talking about Republicans. <laughs> and <laughs> you know funny. that when right. the DNC comes up, it's going to be like Tyler Perry's DNC. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's a fact. Well, so, you know, it, the, the minority that has always puzzled me is the log cabin Republicans. Right, right. Really, you're a gay Republican. Like, how do you work that out in your brain? Like, we love penis, but not as much as capital gains tax cuts. <laughs> is that a football reference? Because if it isn't, we got to make it one. <laughs> I can do a sports thing with Romney, though. Romney oversaw the Winter Olympic Games in Salt Lake City. That's one of his big credits, right? Right, absolutely. Here's my question for Mitt. How does he reconcile being against gay marriage but for... Or the two-man luge. <laughs> I, I submit that that is life's gayest activity, the two-man luge. Two men on lycra bouncing on top of each other on a sled. Well, didn't Herschel Walker, when he left football, he, he tried to do the two-man luge, didn't he? Herschel was a bobsledder. Yeah. Oh, Bob. 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 <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Herschel has done a lot of different things. Oh, he was a great interview, by the way. Really? Oh, horrible. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, you'd go... So, Herschel, uh, what do you think is going to go on? Well, you know, so I'm going to have to find out one of the chips fall where they may, you know. That was my team, you know. Georgia with the Green Bay Packer helmets only red. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. They have the same logo still today. So how do you become such a huge football fan but no other sport? You know what? I, I, I've never been a huge sports guy. And then I always liked football. I followed it a little bit. And then when I got into fantasy, I just became obsessed with it. Yeah. I, just, I just love fantasy football. Just the details and the guestmanship and the camaraderie and the trash talk. And I'm in, I'm in four leagues this year. It's ridiculous. Oh, for God. I know. I, I used to feel sorry for you about this, but no longer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. And I forget, not everybody plays fantasy. I was in a bar one night, and Calvin Johnson scored. And I was like, oh, yes. And the guy next to me goes, why do you care about that? And I said, oh, he's one of my fantasy guys. 
Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> eyebrows went up. Yeah, I got a free drink. <laughs> I, I started doing fantasy back before the internet when it was annoying as hell because you had to you had to call 75 people to let them know your picks. Boy, right. was that. And then you had to, did you have to add it up from the USA Today box? Yes, store? exactly. Oh, that's and, so oh my cool. God. My mom that's is pathetic. a math teacher and she misses those days. She was like, then, then it was actually useful for kids, right? Exactly. Well, shouldn't a Greek woman be a philosophy teacher, not a math teacher? Ah, that's the American side. I'm I'm fifty fifty. Oh, there you go. So my, <laughs> I'm fifty fifty. <laughs> I'm right down the middle. My dad's like from off the boat, came for school, and my mom's like daughters of the American Revolution, kind of Pittsburgh steel roots. I wow. swear to God, I thought you say he came over in the boat and he went moved to Tampa and started becoming a shell diver. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. You know a lot of these Greek references. Oh, Just diving yeah. for sponge. That's right. That's Tarpon Springs. That's yes. exactly right. Dan, do you are you involved in fantasy football? Oh yeah. That draft on Wednesday. Mike, not you. I am involved. Oh, are in you fantasy, really? And fantasy hockey as well. Fantasy hockey? My fantasy this thing. year. My fantasy hockey this year is that there will be a season. One thing I should mention, and by the way, you came very close. To, you know, you know Brent Weinbach, right? You know him, Kostaki? No. Oh, he's a he's a young comedian, really, really funny guy, and kind of the same way you were just talking about. Well, I'm fifty fifty. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he comes on stage and he says, "My name is Brent Weinbach. I'm half Jewish." and half Filipino. And somebody in the audience goes, which one's the Filipino, your mother or your father? There's this long pause. He goes, my name is Brent Weinbach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure my dad's the Jew. I'm pretty sure. That's hilarious. Because <laughs> that's kind of what you just said. Well, I'm 50-50. I had the Greek dad, and then... Right. Well, nobody ever asked you that, do they? Well, which one's the Greek in your family? No, your mother, that's a good you point, actually. Yeah, that, and, there's a, and there's a long tradition the way Greeks are named, which is why there's only like seven names, you know? <laughs> because you get, you get <laughs> your true. father's father's name if you're the first son, and then the second son gets the mother's father's name and the first daughter gets the father's mother's name. And so everyone has the same name. <laughs> well, Nick, what, what are we going to call the segment again? Because I, I won't call it football picks for you. Oh, it's, all right, I don't care. Quick snaps. Quick snaps, that's right. It's very. It's a catchy title. Sounds like a dessert for dogs. You know, when I, I finally landed, I, I worked on this for months, and I had, like, professional writers sending me ideas, and I finally landed on uh, Late Hits. And then I found out it's a, it's the name of a show. It is? <laughs> yeah, it's the name of a show on the satellite radio. Oh, God. Like, oh, crap. One of the things that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love this entire football season is uh, my son Andy, growing up around me, and I'm a Twins fan, a Viking fan, you know, basketball, the hockey, whatever you got, I, I like sports. I'm not, I don't think I'm fanatical about it, but I enjoy throwing stuff at the TV. Well, you couldn't name the basketball and hockey teams, so. Timberwolves <laughs> in the wild, I got to cover. There you go. <laughs> but Andy does not watch sports, will not watch any sports, does not like sports, has no knowledge. We had a little contest yesterday with Brent and, and Andy. I said, here's the sp- sports roundup with Brent and Andy. Zero names right in all the sports. The name Joe Montaigne came out. <laughs> Montaigne. Joe Montaigne. Yeah. But Andy did finally come up. I was proud of you. He came up with Magic Johnson. Yep. Nice. But I don't know him because of sports. Well, right. you know him yeah, because of AIDS? Yep. He's an AIDS celebrity. One of the first, yeah. He's an AIDS One of the celebrity. first celebrities that had AIDS. I That's, know him because of He's <laughs> very popular in the AIDS true, community. Right? That is true. It's a story that trans... We know Lance Armstrong. You don't have to be a cycling fan to know his name, right? Yeah, there you go. All right. Which, by the way, there's a Denver running back named Lance Ball. That has to be... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh. 
Lance Ball. There are two. And I'm not trying to bring up a race here, but really, you're a, a black family, and you name your son Arian. <laughs> yeah. Arian yeah. Foster. There was a player a week or so ago named Ashton Yabuti. Yabuti, <laughs> <laughs> really? Ashton Yabuti. He makes him maybe the only kid ever who could legitimately think in middle school, why couldn't I have an easier name like Kostaki Economaki? <laughs> there was a Brown some years ago named Fair Hooker. I remember Fair Hooker. Well, there have been a lot of great names in the NFL over the years. I am hip. Yes. Remember, remember him? I am hip. He came out of the University of Nebraska. I like the Samoan names. Mana, Wana, Leia. Yes. <laughs> great. Detroit yeah, great. has uh, Harry Colon, right? Harry Colon. Yes. No way. Yes. Oh. Cleophus Miller. <laughs> now, Cleophus is a beautiful name. <laughs> Not necessarily for an NFL player. Ron Artest's new name is pretty pretty awesome. Meta yes. World Peace. Yes. Right. Meta World Peace. Mm-hmm. What's the meta? I don't know. Makes it even more interesting when he punches a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, I heard this morning on a talk show on television, the second fastest growing name for for men in America, Eker. Eker? What? People How are naming their that? I-K-E-R. That sounds like the name of like a 1920s undertaker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does kind of. Bring out Eker. Have you got, you got your iPad up? Because if I open this, it'll yeah. play that mayhem Eker. commercial again. I immediately think I-K-E-R. of Eker from the Muppets. Oh, yeah. That's, That's exactly I what I thought. Too, yeah. Eker. But apparently it, it's the second most popular name in America now for, for young boys, you know, baby boys, is Eker. Oh. Do you know any Ekers? I know no Ekers. I mean, that name has the track. Trappings of something I like. It's different without being cumbersome. It just it doesn't land well on the ear. No, and if you know, I grew up in a very urban neighborhood, and if you if you, I mean, Eker, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's going to hear that on a daily basis for the rest of his life. It's all true. Uh, so oh. in the off season, you, I, I end up writing about all these weird kind of second tier stories because there's not really games yet, you know. Right. Warren Sapp filed for bankruptcy. How much yes. are dancing lessons? What the <laughs> well, he did he well. Jobs. I, this is true. He makes over a million dollars a year, and he's going broke. Like, stop spending more than you bring in. What are you, the government? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, a political joke. I like. That. He averages more than a hundred k a month, and he can't pay his bills. He needs the sack his accountant. That's what he needs to do. You got that right. That is fascinating. And he's he should have seen the warning signs, right? Appearing on a roast and dancing with the stars. <laughs> Usually you go broke, then you do those shows. Well, maybe he was in the process, and that, that's what made it uh, possible. <laughs> what did you, what'd you come up with, Dan? Well, it's a Basque name, but uh, none yeah, of these... Yeah, it's a Basque name. That's yeah, exactly they, right. not much for the meaning on the internet. So, Basque. Yeah. You hear a lot of Basque references. It's a, well, it's a very popular right now, though. Why would... America have all these oh, they Basque children. It, that's the Eater. up and coming. Uh, Where are you from? The Pyrenees. <laughs> what? Dan, what's a country of origin? Represent. Yeah, Basque was that Spain. Spanish? Yeah. Spain. Yeah. Basque. Between France region. and Spain. I was doing the spelling bee deal there. Separatists. Yeah, the separatists. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly that's right. Basque <laughs> separatists. I once asked a guy, a Spanish guy, if he were, were Basque. And he got so pissed off at me, I thought he was going to kill me. I said, I just asked. I didn't know. I don't know anything about it. I'm just asking. Looks like a nice area. I went to a Basque restaurant once. It was great. What do you, yeah, so what'd what'd you they, order? What'd you order? <laughs> Try the shrimp. It's a lot of kind of quirky foods. And they, they it's very much a family-style thing where they just bring out large dishes of, like, seven things, and you pass them around. It was a cool vibe. I liked it. Is there a sandwich called the Sloppy Eaker? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pornographic. <laughs> <laughs> sloppy Eaker. Oh, God. <laughs> 
Honest to God, are you kidding me? <laughs> but, it, but Dan, it does say it's a very popular name. Yeah, very popular. It's Eaker. Up and coming for 2012. Okay, man, whatever. <laughs> well, we're going to so we're gonna be doing this every Tuesday, correct? Let's do it Tuesdays because then we'll, you know, it gives me about a day to get my act together and figure out what happened over the weekend. It's called Quick Snaps with Kostaki. What was it again? Quick Snaps with Kostaki Economopolis. No, I was talking about what the black woman called you. Econo <laughs> Cockalockapus. <laughs> Never gets old. There's a female referee in the NFL for the first time in NFL history. How about that? I saw really? her yesterday. She, she did I think the Vikings. That's work out. Women have been interrupting football for years. <laughs> that's she very. Didn't true. Tell you what the infraction is. She just throws the flag. You know. <laughs> Gives you the point. look. <laughs> yes, you get a look from her. Yeah, she did the uh, she did the Viking and Texans game last night, and oh, a cool. man died at that game, Tom. Mm-hmm. Yes, and a man uh, died. At that game. So there it what, is. There's that the thing again. I have to let this run because hold on, I can pause it for you. Well, I, I could pause it, but I just want. Why is this? Oh, the guy. Oh, you know what that is? It's a guy talking about the fact that they've opened Joe Paterno's FBI file. Oh. Uh-oh. So, so I we, wanted to. Find, oh, I can do it now. He, he an had FBI an FBI file? file? Yeah, what's that? Yeah, I don't, I don't have any idea. It just, it just crossed my, my screen. He'd be the worst spy ever. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> apparently he doesn't pay attention enough to, uh, to spy on anyone, that's for sure. <laughs> we look forward to the Now, it won't be next week. It's the week after you begin. That's right. That's right. One week off, and then I'm on for like five months. I'm crazy. Yeah, well, you got some... How many... You're on four different fantasy teams. Well... Yes, well, I have. To, I have one well, of my boys that I'm the commissioner of and have been for years. I, that's a have to. All my buddies, for all, they're all over the country now, so it's a great way for us to catch up. And then right. I have my brother's league, which I played in for about a decade. And then this year, I'm on a radio station in Atlanta, and they invited me to join there. So we'll talk about it on the air. So that was a must-do. And then a, a New York City Comedians League just formed. So I'm like, all right, I got to do that. That's fun. Well, who's in that? Just a bunch of my knucklehead comedy buddies, Andy Hendrickson and Tony Deo and all these dudes around here that you, you may or may not may, may not have ventured as far as you. As you <laughs> you want to you just hear quickly what's what's in Joe Paterno's FBI file? Yeah. I would. Are you looking at it now? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to skip past the video part. Of it. Yeah, here it is right here. Want me to do some more uh, marginally misogynistic jokes about the first female ref while we're waiting? I would love to hear those first. <laughs> I would love to hear those. Female ref. She's blowing the whistle now. Wait three years. <laughs> You'll never see her mouth again. And don't talk to her about instant replay. Once she's made up her mind, she is not interested in the facts. Oh. <laughs> well, that's not marginally. <laughs> Misogynistic, marginally. No, probably not marginally. Uh, she's 42. I'm 42. I was like, how cool would it be to have an NFL ref girlfriend? Honey, is this interference? Can you come break this down for me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. About- they did a background check, and they found out that she played in a poker tournament, which would not be allowed if she were hired permanently because of their no gambling policy. All right. Yeah. And I'm like, football and poker, that's a dream girlfriend. Oh. Then it occurred to me, oh, she's not straight. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that was my first thought. Dream girlfriend or perhaps, you know, best buddy. Uh, maybe best buddy. The FBI kept a thick file on Penn State football coach Joe Paterno, but it mostly involves threatening letters sent to him and his staff years ago. There's no mention of his former assistant, Jerry Sandusky, who was convicted this year of molesting boys. Paterno's 868-page file shows he received a series of threatening letters 
sent in the late 1970s and early 1980s from someone who signed them uh, a bitter father. They were signed a bitter father. The author blames Paterno for family problems that apparently surfaced after his son left the university's heralded football program prematurely. Oh. So uh, that's bizarre. An 868-page file on one guy that kept threatening Joe Paterno over and over and over again. Wow, that is interesting. His son didn't make the team and he screwed up the family? I guess. Uh, they had big dreams and hopes, I guess, for the kids. Wow. So, again, we, oh, a, a great starting point uh, for the uh, quick snaps with the Kostaki Economopolis and the Tom Bernard podcast. It debuts on 9-11. That's just great. Good time to kick off anything, right? Yeah, absolutely. Let's get that up and running. Pick a date to launch something. (laughs) Kostaki, we look forward to talking to you in about a week and a half. Thanks, man. Thank you, sir. Kostaki Economopolis, just a great guy. And if you've never seen him do stand-up, Mike, I'm sure you've seen him. I saw him. Yeah, he's hilarious. He's very, very (laughs) What is he, like 6'5 or something? He's He's huge. He's a big He seems huge on stage, at least. He does, yeah. Actually, those other comedians must have been about five feet tall last night. I think they probably were, yeah. I'm not kidding. Oh. When you walked out on, you looked like you know Paul Bunyan when you walked out on the stage. <laughs> you should use that. I got my head like caught in the curtain. It was so like it was too tall. It was, oh, I had like pulled back by this like bad, bad entrance onto the stage. I was unbelievable. Last night it was funny. And Tony, you would understand. All you guys would all yeah. understand that because you used to improv. So we went to see Mike at uh, Acme Comedy Company last yeah. night, uh, and I showed up there. And Catherine says to me, "Why are you sweating so much?" I said, I don't know. I just, uh, I don't know why I'm sweating so much. I just, uh, maybe I don't feel well. She yeah. goes, no. And other people come and go, yeah, man, you're really sweating a lot. And I said, <laughs> and I finally realized what it was, that I was nervous for yeah. him. Uh-huh. You oh, knew yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were it nervous. Was, you I wanted was, him to do well. I wanted him to do really well. And I remembered what it was like to be in those shoes. Because I'm like three or four years older than, than Mike. So, <laughs> you know. A more experience. That is the worst feeling, though. Like you said, I used to be with an improv group. Right. And we had the nightmare show we played at the Minneapolis College of Art and Design, which is uh, home of angst and attitude <laughs> and artists. Oh, and uh, we had to do a little improv set in the cafeteria. All you saw was dark looks and billowing smoke. And there was one point we had to get some lame suggestion. And I just happened to glance over. There was a woman there. And she was holding a ciggy, and her eyes slowly opened up, and I saw her mouth as smoke floated out of her mouth. She just said, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and it was flop sweat. That would look good, though, that smoke of uh, it. Oh, off. it was sexy. It was nice. I would imagine so. Did you have any nightmare sets? Uh, the worst place you've done stand-up? The wor- well, stand-up-wise, I've never had anything too bad, but improv, I have been booed. And the, the worst, oh, the worst, like, like, no, it, it was like actually, boo! Yeah, it's like holy shit! It's real! It's happening! It's, it's a real thing! It was just like it was like oh my god! Felt good about it, but the worst, like you know, when they get the suggestion, it's like the worst I've ever heard. I wasn't in this uh, set, thankfully, but the, the guys like, all right, it's talking about the day, everyone. What, uh, what, what, what's not going good in your guys' day today? First of all, he's like, what's the best thing that happened today? This guy's like, lunch. He's <laughs> like, oh, okay, all right. He's like, what's, what's the worst thing that happened today? He's like, bladder cancer. He's like, what did you? Bad. He's like, oh, my friend got diagnosed with bladder cancer. What, what, what about for you, sir? I was at the hospital, and I, he's this, during like a dinner theater kind of thing. He's like, uh, so I was like, yeah, they had to get the skin in my ears. It was like, th- it was thickening up, so they had to take it out. And oh. the people are like, he goes, okay. Yeah, Anything else, this is totally true. Anything else that uh, 
not going good today. I swear to God, this lady in the back with her like 13-year-old daughter. And she's like, spousal abuse. Oh, this is totally true. It's like, God, why would that uh, be going on uh, in your head today? It's got a restraining order on my husband, ex-husband, actually, of six oh, months. And her daughter's just sitting there with her head around. Oh, Jesus, Mom, please, please. How'd you work that into the act? It's like, okay, something else not involving... Or ending an answer, <laughs> <laughs> or, or beating people. I was like, disc golf. He's like, thank you. Yeah, it's like nothing bad could happen at disc golf. Nothing bad. Like, what, what happened? You just like you know fell asleep out there or something. The worst. That's horrible. Yeah. Now you did, John. You did improv too, sure. didn't you? Yeah, I did it for about ten years, and I was going to say that improv can be very good, and it can also be oh. very very bad. <laughs> I worked with a guy. I will not mention his name, but I, I don't know. You had to audition for the team that I was on, and this guy was on the team, and he. He had severe ADD, and improv is not good for that because it's really you know listen, watch, and concentrate, and add you know if you're going to talk, add something and that uh-huh. sort of thing. And this guy, you'd be out on stage, and of course you're kind of pantomiming what you're doing because you have to. He'd always get it wrong. Whatever you're you're walking along mowing the lawn, and you clearly you know empty the bag and do all that stuff, and he comes out. So what you shopping for, Jerry? <laughs> Constantly that sort of stuff where you're like, okay, everybody in the audience except for the guy on you know the left of me on stage has a clue right now what the hell I'm doing. Finally, I I'm sitting there having a beer with the team after after uh, a night of doing improv, and I look over and the guy's crying. <laughs> he finally self-evaluated out. He kind of took himself away from improv after that. I saw an improv group, and there was a festival in North Hollywood, and there was a man. And in the the troupe, God love him, he was in a wheelchair, and he had the the blow on the straw. So there were a lot of pauses. Mm. There was the, you know, what? Give me a location, and there'd be the. (laughs) (laughs) I'm at the front door. (laughs) And the crowd was really patient. The name of that improv team. Quick snaps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very good. I, I had this idea about podcasting. By the way, I'd like to mention, it's like boys' day here on the podcast. My wife and my daughter had other things, better things to do, apparently. But but since they're not on the show today, the, the word fuck has only been said once. That's shocking. I know. Isn't it weird? It's fucking ridiculous. But I was thinking, because it's podcasting, it's not FCC regulated. Yes. Do you think it'd be offensive to write a bit about a guy who has reverse Tourette's? The fact that he can say fuck all he wants would not <laughs> can't affect say other Because they say the worst thing they can think of, right? Yeah. So on a podcast, it would be like the reverse. Munificence. <laughs> <laughs> Minorities. <laughs> I, I just not being able to, to come up with, I don't know, I have to work like on that it. deal. I can say whatever I wish, therefore I'm, I can't say the worst thing because it makes no sense. Because you can say it all you want. I think we rebuild Andy's character on the show, and he's a reverse Tourette's guy. Fecal <laughs> matter. It's all true. It's all true. Apparently, Tony's already got it down. <laughs> Turns out Tebowing is lame on and off the field. Police in Pennsylvania are looking for a man who stopped his car specifically to push 17-year-old Josh Ehrenberg off a lawnmower and then taunt him with the prayer move made famous by... <laughs> <laughs> it's a true story. Oh, I'm not making this up. I am not making this up. Then he taunted him with the prayer move made famous by former Denver Broncos quarterback, Andy. Tebow something. boy, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow, there you go. I like how they call him him former 
Denver Bronco quarterback, not current New York Jet quarterback. Yeah, wait and yeah. see. What, they cut him already? <laughs> yeah. They don't even refer to that. The scene unfolded on Ehrenberg's Shenango Township lawn as he was cutting the grass on Monday morning, the smoking gun reports. A driver who was male, bald, and wearing glasses allegedly stopped his Chrysler, got out, knocked the juvenile off the lawnmower, and assaulted him in the front yard of the residence, apparently just at random, according to a police report. He clotheslined me off the track. <laughs> <laughs> This is the greatest picture I've ever pictured in my mind. It's unbelievable. This ball guy gets on close out of the Chrysler. Out of the Chrysler. Yeah. Chrysler. Was my uncle Jerry traveling at the time? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, apparently, at random, according to a police report, he clotheslined me off the tractor and it landed on me. Well, the tractor landed Ooh, on the okay. kid. Oh. Aaron Burke told reporters, and then he did a Tebow, Tim Tebow, before he... <laughs> I can't even get that out. That. He did a Tim Tebow before he left, got back in his car, and drove away. <laughs> yes. is, why? The Lord shined down upon that move. I just... Oh. Why on earth would someone do that? <laughs> it's going to be the new thing, I think, on YouTube. You're going to see videos of people getting knocked off lawnmowers. Oh, it'll be a corporate presentation thing before you know it. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, like I the could. fist bump. It'll yes. be people will finish their presentation, their sales Tebow. presentation for the boss, and then do the Tim Tebow move at the end of it. <laughs> you know, doing these sports stories is kind of fun because... Actually, Alex is upset because she said, well, why am I not on the... The Boys Day show. I know a lot more about sports than Andy does. What's her favorite sport? Probably football. football. Yeah, yeah she, lo- oh. she loves uh, Jared Allen, her favorite oh, player. Oh, he's a cool cat. Except whenever he does an interview, does he have to have that shit in his mouth, that wad? Oh, the, oh, yeah. the oh, shit. I mean, he sounds like a complete moron. And Jared, I'm not saying that you are. <laughs> and then his mouth is full of chew, so it's like... <laughs> He's pretty funny. Though. I love in the uh, the player introductions, he always goes, Jared Allen, Culinary Institute. Culinary, <laughs> the Culinary Institute. <laughs> Yeah, he is a funny guy. I guess he's a really good guy. I never met him, but I understand that's true. But what is this story? Brett Favre should not have to respond to some embarrassing claims about his personal life that two massage therapists are making in a lawsuit. All those women have brought that lawsuit forward, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did not know that. So, Did you ever see the pictures? Of his wiener? Yeah. The ones no, where, thank God. There's one, and he's, well, it, allegedly him. I just said his wiener I'm, on an all-men show. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the matter with you? What the hell's wrong with me? He's there in the bed. What is it, Pekka? His <laughs> <laughs> schwanz. His schwanzstücke. But you can see his feet, and he's got his, like, green Crocs on. I don't know why I thought that was ridiculous. <laughs> well, I find... His Crocs are ridiculous. <laughs> is there any proof at all that it is indeed... Brett Favre? I don't think definitively, no. I think his wife knows, though. She knows. <laughs> his wife <laughs> and his ex-girlfriends. Yeah. But, but I mean, how can they bring this lawsuit if they have they can't prove that it's him? Is he like Pinto from Animal House? He had little spots all over his wiener? <laughs> Appaloosa peep. Well, that's, I, maybe people probably don't know that. The movie Animal House, that kid's name is Pinto because he has a spotted dick. Uh-huh. I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's what it was. In the, uh, what do they call it when they write a novel after the movie comes out? The novelization, I guess. There was a novelization of Animal House, but there's a lot more in it than is in the movie. Because I was wondering, why do they call him Pinto? Because they never explain it in the movie. There's a lot of inside jokes in that movie. Oh, it's one of the greatest movies ever made. See, this one. Now, this is the reason that Alex can't be here. Now we're reminiscing about (laughs) Animal House. She's never seen it. Well, Tom and his brothers went Animal House. When you guys finally got a a VHS, you watched that movie about a thousand times, didn't you? Oh God, yeah. Like every other day, they'd have that. Well, we could always watch Animal House. I was (laughs) not. I'm not. I was back working for Capitol Records at that time, and the very first VCRs came out. And they were about the size of Mr. Clothesline's Chrysler. <laughs> I, I'm not, they were 
honest to God, the thing weighed about a uh-huh. hundred pounds, and it was twelve hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. That's a steal. What are they now? Like fifty <laughs> bucks for, for a DVD exactly. player? Oh yeah, yeah, that. This thing was twelve hundred dollars, and there were about four movies out on on yeah. PC at VHS. VHS. There you go. Because Betamax didn't last all that long. No. Did no. It didn't do as well. Max did not do well. My mom, Cookie, still says, let's get together. We'll rent some VCRs. <laughs> well. So we have the Suggest uh, Guest feature on the website at TomBernardPodcast.com. And who's the guest that people want the most, Tom? The guest that people want the most? Yes. Nick DePaula. Nick is way up there. Yeah. He's really high up there. But he's not as high as somebody else? Talk with talk. Oh, oh well, really? yeah, there's no yes. question about yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah, the, 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 people want to hear talk with talk. He's kind of ethnically, culturally, and racially ambiguous. Internationally ambiguous. <laughs> dedicated journalist. Perhaps a little naive. Yes, perhaps. Another hard-hitting investigative journalistic effort by talk. Now, another talk with talk. Hello. Hello, sir. We do the interview for Ringling Brother, Bottom and Bailey Clown College. That's right. We travel around to about 40 different cities, auditioning people, uh, acrobatics, uh, character development, uh, improv, everything you can think of to make a great clown. You teach how to do balloon animal? No, we do not teach balloon animal. What? You'll what? To, we just teach people how to be funny. How you be clown with no make a wiener dog out of balloon in your repertoire? Uh... What am I, doctor? I know say open mouth and say ah. Ha! Right. Oh, you, you crabby the clown. Crab. Yep. So after they get diploma, they do pratfall, fall clickety-clop down the stair. Uh, they do that before they get the diploma. Then they get the diploma and do it again. What? That's the time when you have to learn not to be funny. Oh, uh, this is fun. Okay, so you have a fight song for Clown College? As of, no, we try not to fight. We try and be nice. Clown time, clown time, rah, rah, rah. Clown time, college, ha, ha, ha. Right. I know, I know the fight song. Clown time. How about them apple? Uh, yeah. Hey, what kind of hazard is there for being a clown? You could get stomped by the elephant, or a clown could get DWI. We try and avoid those kind of clowns at Clown College. Set industry back. Yeah. <laughs> Give black eye to clown. Hard to cover that up with makeup. Yeah. Anyone ever seriously hurt or die being a clown? Probably. What? A lot of people have died uh, because their comedy didn't work. Some say that death worse than real death. Uh, Although, try to tell that to a man who gets shot with harpoon in the eye or get knifed by gang member. That's right. Or spontaneously combust. No good. That's very true. Okay, as clowns say, little song, little dance, little seltzer down the pants. Right. Speaking of down the pants, you see movie Showgirls? No, no. As I recall, they did something with trapeze in that movie as well. Uh, yeah, we don't even want to get into that. Clown College, uh, thank you very much for your time, sir. It's been a pleasure. Okay, see you, clowny. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Okay, listener, there you go. So if your dream is to be a clown, then for you, every day is cuckoo time. Thank you for listening to another fascinating interview, another talk with talk. See you, bye. 
<laughs> uh, this went, I think this went very, very well. You know, we didn't get Dan to talk too much. Talk, you know. He's the comedian here. Yeah. Well, I figured out how they're going to know it's Brett Favre. They're going to have a lineup where they have to come in and like pick Uh-oh. pick out of the lineup which one of these. Is that the one that wasn't? Okay, that's Brett Favre's. Drop him. Drop him. Well, Bill Cosby had the best line about Crocs. He said, last Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> my granddaughter gave me. Shoes that bounce. (laughs) (laughs) Shoes that bounce. (laughs) Oh, God. Have a great weekend. Thanks very much. The Tom Bernard Podcast is proud to donate a portion of our proceeds to the Smile Network. Find their banner on the upper right side of the homepage at TomBernardPodcast.com. Learn more about Smile Network and how they brought smiles to thousands of people around the world. Yep! You're going to buy stuff online anyway. Support the podcast by going to TomBernardPodcast.com. Click on the Amazon banner on top. When you buy from Amazon through that banner, they give a small portion to the Tom Bernard Podcast. Thanks for supporting the show. Mm-hmm.